Welcome to Top Advisor Marketing, where you will learn how to become a prolific online influencer, attract more ideal clients, and grow your practice. Brought to you by Top Advisor Podcasting, a done-for-you podcasting solution built just for trusted advisors. And now, your co-hosts of Top Advisor Marketing, Kirk Lowe and Matt Halloran. Welcome to another Top Advisor Marketing Podcast. Uh, we love having repeat guests, especially ones who've been super fun on the show previously, and even better, the ones who have their ear down to the proverbial marketing train track that is uh, uh, something that we all want to pay attention to. Seth Green, founder of MarketDominationLLC.com, is our guest again, and I'm just going to be peppering him with some questions. Seth, welcome to the show, my friend. Thanks so much for having me back. Always a pleasure to be on your show, and now i got to live up. Now i got to be... Fun. I, I I don't know how to pull that off, but we'll see. <laughs> well, I'll try to help. And I'm you. trying to remember what we did the last show that you think was fun, so I could do it again. <laughs> It's been a little while, even though that actually was, I was just on your show. We recorded that yesterday, yesterday. Yes. but I just, I want to ask you some questions, brother, because I know that, you know, we're kind of in the same space. We do some of the similar things, but uh, you have some products and services that we obviously don't offer uh, and you have a different perspective, right? So what are you seeing in your clientele right now? That is really working, not just in this COVID environment, but this virtual environment we seem to have been thrust into. Okay, so we're recording this at the height of the first year of the COVID pandemic. I'm going to put that out there so it's timeless, because who knows how many, how long it's going to last, right? My crystal ball is a little murky. So one of the things that we have found, we're recording this before the election, the presidential election of 2020, and the cost to generate a lead, for example, on Facebook ads has gone up significantly because of all the election spending and our ads get lumped into because they're financial related generating prospects for financial advisors they get lumped into the financial slash political realm which means they compete with all the election money and in the last couple of weeks our cost per lead has dramatically gone up and our number of leads generated has gone dramatically down so we have stopped that program temporarily until the election's over so obviously we've had to do we've been doing other things for them this whole time so those have taken more of the forefront now that Facebook ads in particular have become quite cost prohibitive. They were increasing throughout the pandemic since March because everybody went virtual, right? Every financial advisor who was doing seminars and can't do them now, a lot of them have switched, I'd say 80% at least have switched to webinars. So you can't go three scrolls on your newsfeed without seeing another ad for another webinar. You can't do the same thing as everybody else and expect to stand out. A couple of the things that are work, working really well for our advisors that are timeless, no matter what, our podcasting program, as you have one as well, ours is focused specifically on getting accountants, attorneys, other professional centers of influence to be on our clients, the advisor's show. We then turn the show into a book. We promote the book. We host a monthly now virtual networking meeting of everybody in the book that the advisor leads and we coach them through that. So that still works because more people, as you, as you pointed out so eloquently on my show yesterday, more people are listening to podcasts now than ever. As I told my wife, whose podcast launched first, her second episode records tonight, she's not a financial advisor. She is a mommy blogger. I said to her, this is the new, 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 new ground floor of podcasting. And she's like, why'd you say new five times? That's annoying. And I said, no, it's because it keeps changing. Yes. 
the original Ground Floor podcast they were 10, 15 years ago. Every couple of years, there's a new resurgence, a new mm -hmm. billion, couple hundred million people find podcasting and think it's new. Mm -hmm. So that's why I said it's a new, 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 new. Yeah. We'll see how many drinking game for everyone watching. <laughs> Every time I say the word new, you got to take a shot. Come and on. You can't try it all. They got to make it through the whole podcast, brother. They're 10 shots yeah. in already. So they're 10. They're probably at the hospital by now. So don't do that. Maybe half a, half a shot, half a, a sip, a sip of your beer. There you go. There you go. All right. So the podcasting model that generates centers of influence to drive accidental referrals is working really, really well. That always has, always will. Our LinkedIn campaigns are working better than ever. Because if you think about it, so many people changed jobs. Yeah. They got furloughed, they got laid off, or they decided if I'm going to work from home, I can go work somewhere else. Right. I can work virtually from any company. I don't have to stick with this boss I don't like. So our LinkedIn job changer 401k rollover campaigns are working better than ever before because so many people have changed jobs. Our other LinkedIn campaigns are working also better simply because people are checking LinkedIn more than they used to. Yeah. Because they're paying attention now, because even if they didn't switch jobs, they might think just in case, yeah. maybe I ought to, even if I have a limiting belief and I only think of LinkedIn as a resume, maybe I ought to punch it up and update it. I haven't touched it in a while, just in case, which yeah. means they're they're more ripe to receive our advisors' messages. Well, and and so uh, I'm going to back you up on a couple of things there. So first off, we have seen an increase in LinkedIn traffic. So those of you who pay attention to that stuff, but so so I don't know if you were purposely ambiguous here, but the the job change 401 search 401k search is. <laughs> probably one of the smartest things any financial advisor could ever do. And I know that you have some secret sauce there, and I'm not asking for your secret sauce, brother, but I am very interested in what else you're doing outside of that. So besides looking for job changers, how are you using the LinkedIn search algorithm to uncover ideal clients for your clients? Sure. So we, as you do, use LinkedIn to get guests for podcasts as well. The other way we're using it is not just for folks who have changed jobs, that's a low hanging fruit, obviously, but the higher network, we have a program where we're using it to get them in front of accountants and attorneys, not for a podcast, but for a referral relationship mm -hmm. meeting. Mm -hmm. um, we got that from Elevated, we created that for the Elevated, for Elite Resource Team, ERT, Anton Anderson and his partner out there, we created a done for you version of their program that's working really well. And we've also used it to get referred down the food chain. So if you do 401k business, you probably want to talk to the CFO or the VP of HR, depending on the size of the company. However, if you go straight there, you get rejected a lot. We've got a waterfall campaign where we go for the CEO first. And I won't give you the secret sauce, but it specifically gets the CEO to forward the message to the CFO or the HR saying, hey, you should be talking to Matt, talk to Seth. Mm -hmm. And then Matt thinks he's supposed to do whatever I say. And so Matt takes the meeting, which is first hurdle overcome. Mm -hmm. And second hurdle, he thinks the CEO has some implied endorsement yeah. of me without realizing the CEO is blowing me off. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> I love how your brain works. That's freaking brilliant. I never in a million years would have thought of that. I love how you just said, that that is basically the people, the waterfall, the people underneath the CEO are absolutely going to look at that as the CEO and basically endorsing you as a person because they're saying you need to talk to this person. That's awesome. I want to back up one more spot 
Because here's the thing. Your COI system is the most complete COI system I've ever seen. Okay. Not only is it the most complete, but it is the most engaging because you're truly building a relationship. Now, I know that you, you know, we talked a little bit about the book system that you guys have with, with market domination on our last podcast, but hell, I don't know how long ago that was. Would you mind telling everybody just a little bit more about how, who that's, I think that's probably the best thing. Let's talk about who should use it and then how it's used. Go. Sure. So financial advisor, insurance agent, or RIA, you should be, I would prefer if they were doing at least a few hundred thousand of dollars a year in production uh, or revenue, however they define that. I want them to be able to afford to sustain it because it's not an instant win. It's not mail this seminar piece and you'll have people show up tomorrow, you know, next week. It's a long-term play. So it might take six months to a year. They've got to be able to sustain that. So that's number one. Number two, you asked the question, how does it work? We have a five-step method. I'll go through them really briefly. The letters are D-R-E-A-M, dream. D, define your advisor target market. You're an advisor. Who's your end user? Not just an affluent baby boomer, right? That's not big. That's too broad. Number two, we reach out for you and get them to say yes. We lead with the podcast. That's E-Engage. We do an audio podcast, a Google, a, a video podcast. We do a social media. We do a blog post and we do a book, which we alluded to. A, then we activate them because they are share, handing the book out to their clients because it's an ego stroke for them. They're handing it out going, look at me. I'm fabulous. I'm in this book. The client sees the book written by advisor with attorney in it. Client picks up the phone, calls and says, my attorney told me to call you. Not true at all. But that's what they heard when they were given a book. They said, oh, I do need a second opinion. My attorney gave me this book. He must like this guy. This guy must be good. I should call him. But the noise is, oh, the attorney said to call me. Awesome. Perfect referral. And then the activate and monetize. Activate is get them to hand it out, get them to email about the Amazon book launch, all that other stuff, share the podcast. And then the M is monetizes in stay in front of them on a regular basis so that they keep handing books out every single month, driving more referrals your way. Now, what is your, what is your, uh, at bat ratio here, brother? So, so you go up to bat with a new financial services professional or insurance agent and, uh, you're, you're having them build the CPA relationship. How many CPAs do you generally contact before you get people who are like, dude, I totally want to be involved in that. Okay. So we have two versions of the program. We have one version where they, we get them relationships with 10 to 12 CPAs, attorneys, nursing homes, whoever they want, okay. depending on their target market. Then that's a six month program. And then we have a year long program that is 52 relationships. So it's still the same 10 or 12 CPAs or attorneys, but we also do a weekly podcast where they're interviewing other people. Some of them are their existing clients to get a testimonial that you can't really use. And some of them are to get them sharing the podcast with their friends, which is, hey, I, I heard my buddy on your show and he sounds really happy. I should talk to you. It's a way around the you can't use testimonials rule. Okay. So you said something that brought a very um, sly smile to my face, which is it's not an instant win. And we talk about this all the time, Seth, because good marketing is something that takes time persistence 
and yeah. also just the overall uh, eye on the prize, the long-term vision. And if I stick with you for 12 months, which, which by the way, of course, we, really good marketing really does start gaining momentum nine to 12 months, right? That's how the whole system works. How many people come back to you and want to write another book? I believe we're at like 96, 97%. <laughs> okay. I wasn't prepared for that number. Are we you, have a really wow. high retention rate. We've had wow. three or four. We have a very small number of advisors who flake out, drop off, or cancel. Uh -huh. Everybody else is happy. The reasons why we failed, I think, are important. Mm -hmm. And I'm happy to disclose those so we don't do them again. <laughs> One, uh, we had an advisor in Podunk, Colorado. Mm -hmm. Population like 800. Mm -hmm. I did not know that ahead of time. He was our first advisor in a tiny town. I didn't know any better. And we took the money and we worked on it. We worked for six months and we struck out. We got him like four interviews. And we finally realized when we kept doing research after research, we're like, there just aren't that many accountants and attorneys in this. Where, what the hell is the population of this town? And we figured it out. And I said, oh my God, I'm so sorry. We can't get you anymore. I will just give you your money back. I'm sorry. Yeah. So tiny podunk town won't work. Then the other uh, two other lessons we've learned. One, we had another advisor, great right out of the gate, four interviews booked right away. I get angry phone calls. My account reps get angry phone calls from the accounts going, nobody showed for the interview. What happened? I'm sitting here waiting. I call Leslie. Leslie, what the heck? I'm too shy to do this. I chickened out. Oh, my. I'm like, if you don't want to talk to people, A, how are you in business? But B, why'd you sign up? We told you you were going to talk to people. Yeah. So that's now a disclaimer in our slides. If you don't want to talk to anybody, don't hire us. And then our third one, our, our third one has been, let's see, we had the small town. We had the two shy. I thought we had another one. And oh yeah, the guy ended up in losing his license and going to jail. Oh, <laughs> yes. Because he stole his client's money and ran off. Um, so don't wow. do that. We yeah. can't help you there. Do you have that disclosure on one of your slides too? For presentation? We do now because I did, uh, it's funny, I didn't know this. Oh. And we did, I did a webinar for a group of port, like fractional CFOs, mm -hmm. not financial advisors. See it, like I come in and do your, run your CFO, your financial department, part-time type of thing. And this is apparently a thing now. And we're, I do the presentation it, and, and then they're looking at near the end when I'm making the call to action and stuff, one guy's off on a, I can see the conference room. They're all in the same room. This is before COVID obviously. And one guy's off on another computer and waving people over. And each one slowly gets up and walks over to his laptop. And I'm like, why are they not watching the screen? Why aren't they taking notes? And so I stopped, I'm like, what's going on guys? And they said, are you aware that the guy, one of your case studies is in jail, lost his license, all this. I'm like, no, what the hell? Oh my gosh. And they're like, I'm like, that may explain why he didn't return my call a month ago wow. about why haven't you opted for book two? And I said, okay, I didn't think to disclaim that. And I didn't think that we needed to keep vetting our existing clients to make sure they weren't running to Tahiti with your money. <laughs> So don't do that. Don't do that either. Well, Other you than that, it works. Yeah. Well, I love the fail forward thing, right? I mean, that's one of the things that we have to do as business owners is we have to cast the line out. And sometimes we don't catch anything. And sometimes we catch the wrong thing. Wrong but fish. what you you have done, which I love a whole bunch, is you have created this, this model that allows financial services professionals, which includes insurance advisors, yes. 
to self-select, right? And we, we yeah. love that. That's, that's that whole idea of niche. Now, you said something else earlier that I thought was fantastic, which is done for you. When we built our program here at Top Advisor Marketing, Kirk and I kept saying, you know, advisors are so tired of people telling them what to do. What they really want is somebody to do it for them. And yes. now you're at a different level on that. So let's talk about the depth of the done for you. And I want everybody to understand Publishing a book was one of the greatest experiences and worst experiences of my life. All right, so I published two now. Uh, the first one was with a publishing house. The second one I self-published. And to be honest, if I knew that Market Domination and Seth Green existed, I never, ever would have done the... I mean, my wife told me, I think I said this to you last time, but my wife told me, I'm not allowed to publish another book. But if I say, hey, I got this guy, right, who's yes, going to help me with it. Let, let's, let's talk about you being that guy and helping people bring their thought leadership to book form. Sure. Well, first of all, I'm not bug out. I have 36 awesome team members who work for me. <laughs> so I'm not doing all the work. So you got a bunch of guys. Actually, we have more women than men. But anyway... All right. All right, so you got a team, you got a team. So so that we do two, two, two different types of books. One book is the interview book, is the interviewing the CPAs and attorneys and other related professionals. You do the interviews that we set up for you. We get all the guests. Then we turn that into a book. You don't actually have to write anything and you end up with a book. And that purpose of that book is to generate referrals. The point of having those 10 to 12 other people in it is so they have a vested interest in promoting it every single month to promote themselves. I talked to a woman two days ago who was in a book by one of our advisors that came out two years ago. And she got one of our drip letters going, hey, you were in our client's book. And she said, I'm so glad you kept dripping on me. I'm still getting clients from that book from two years ago that wasn't even my book. She's like, I'm one chapter. I'm an attorney, but I keep getting calls. I want to have my own book. So I get all the calls. And we said, awesome. That's the point. So we do all the work. You end up with a book and referral relationships of 10 to 12 professionals you otherwise never would have met, gotten in front of. Or if you have folks already that you know, you can put them in the book and they'll send you a lot more referrals. So that's book one. It's designed to generate referrals. Book two is we ghostwrite your autobiography. We interview a dozen times or more. We write your first person autobiography as if you wrote every word first person. Um, we don't take any credit for it. You're the author and you have a business autobiography book. Now you're the only one who's going to care because you're the only one in it. So that's the street cred ego. This is my message. This is the lead magnet I give away to get people going, oh, Seth, Seth is awesome. I read his book. I got to hire that guy. Yeah. So that's not designed to generate referrals. That's designed to get people to want to do business with you directly. I have found that very few people have read my books cover to cover. Yep. But I've had people come into my office as a financial advisor because I've been a producing rep for 20 years, still am. I've had people come in with the shrink rep still on. And I'm like, you didn't even read it. <laughs> like I, the first time I argued and yeah. I was I should have shut up. I'm like, you didn't even read the book. Yeah. And the guy was like, my friend gave it to me. You wrote a book. I read the back cover. That was good enough. Yep. I'm like. Well, could I just written the back cover then? <laughs> Probably would have saved you a bunch of time and a bunch of money. But I, I, I love the idea but because I happen to be a big fan, uh, and I actually have a book goal that, by the way, you and I have actually talked about. But I love the idea of having that as a calling card, right? I mean, it's yeah, it one of the, the most, ultimate business card. It's the it's ultimate me, business card, yeah. My, my first law, the reason why I, we started a marketing firm to do it for advisors is because my very first book worked so well for me 
Um, in my beginning phases of the, my career, I landed a hundred million dollar pe union pension fund account yeah. with it yeah. because I, all the other seven advisors pitching had business cards and I had a book and they said, you're the guy who wrote the book. So yeah. you must be the best. Yeah. And I was like, I'm 23. I don't know anything, but awesome. <laughs> but I'll yay! pitch a hundred million yeah, and made my career. There you go. So uh, I'm assuming uh, if, if people are, are continuing to listen, which by the way, 94% of people listen to an entire podcast. I just want everybody to know that. So if you're that one of the awesome. 94%, and 82% of statistics are made up on the spot. Yes. And 75% of the times I do that. So um, <laughs> what? Uh, I think we hit our fun fact. Yeah, we did. If somebody wants to go ahead and reach out and find out more about who you are and what you do, what, what should they do? Marketdominationllc.com. Okay. There's an awesome sizzle reel on there of some of our accolades and results. And then right next to that is a little form. They fill it out. It goes right to my calendar and they can book a 15 minute strategy session. We won't charge them for it if they come from you. Okay. Well, thank you for that. I do appreciate that because that is a huge value just by what you were talking about, especially with the dream model, really helping people focus. Uh, you and I are very, very like-minded. We don't have a cool acronym like that. That's a good acronym, by the way. I really like that. Thank you. Now, what isn't working? Let, let's. I, I'm going to put you on the spot here because you sure. you not only kill it with this, but you're also know because you have your own podcast. You talk to other people. You're on a whole bunch of other podcasts. What if you could tell advisors right now to not make this misstep? What would it be? There's a bunch. I would say biggest marketing sin is being boring and looking just like every other advisor. Number two would be an Badly, a poorly defined target market. You cannot help any baby boomer with money. That's not who you serve. And number three, I would say I would do something different with your Facebook ads right now so that you don't get lumped into the financial political category and get overcharged. Gotcha. I have to say a lot of what you said today was stuff you and I've talked about in the past, but I had no idea about the Facebook stuff. I had no idea that we in financial services would be lumped in with, with yeah, all our ads are about the market and protecting uh, your money or investing differently. So the market is a political topic. Jeez. Oh, wow. Are which they normally awful, does not affect us at all, right. but every four years, yeah. apparently we're going to get our butts <laughs> handed to us September, October, November. Yeah. Uh, and boy, are they dumping money in. I, my whole, all yes. of my feeds are just ridiculous full of ads. All right. So everybody, uh, just to wrap up today, if you've ever wanted to write a book, right? If you ever want to, if you want to do the, the, the lead gen, the center of influence thing that, that Seth is talking about, or if you want an autobiography written, listen, here's the thing. Let them interview you. Oh my God. Trying to come up with this, the outlines, the book proposals, all of the things that you have to do to be published by a big publishing house is really, really, really difficult. Plus, And we get... own our own publishing company to publish all of our clients' books. So you will be published by a real publishing company with a real imprint. And it's funny you mentioned that because my very first book, I wrote myself because mm -hmm. I didn't know any better. I hadn't come up with this process. Then I started doing the interview process. That's books like two through eight. And now it's funny because of our reach, we had a big publishing house reach out to me about publishing my ninth book and they don't want an interview book. They want it literally business book written how to, and I am coming up with a better way to do that. Cause I started writing the first couple chapters typing every damn word myself <laughs> wanted it like you did yeah and i'm like man this sucks yeah so i'm coming up with i'm like we should have our own team interview me to ghostwrite my own real non-interviewee book specifically for that 
because writing it yourself, every word, it's painful. Yes. You are, it's like, give, it, it's very painful. The distance from your head to your mouth is much shorter than your head to the keyboard. That's correct. Uh, that Yeah. And what I have experienced, and I know you have too, because this actually happened on the podcast that we did yesterday. When somebody who is genuinely interested in who you are and what you do and what makes you unique and different, when they ask you questions, you might come up with something that wouldn't yeah. have gone from your head to your hand into the keyboard. Exactly. I love that aspect of it. Um, that's why I get up every morning. I get to interview really awesome people like you. I get to learn something from somebody new every day. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm, I feel very, very grateful. And the greatest gift you can have as a podcaster is when somebody says, wow, Matt, that question that you asked me, I never thought of it that way before. Yes. Yeah. And, and we have that every single time, like the accountants and the attorneys we do follow, we've done follow-up marketing going, hey, what'd you like best about that process? How did it work for you mm -hmm. with our advisor? And we get so many responses of, I, 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 I love that I got to talk about myself for so long. I loved, I thought about how I got started and how I got here and what's made me successful. And I really got to take a step back and look at my career and the clients I've served. And I never have done that. And I felt really awesome after the interview. And I had some ideas about where I want to take the next phase of my career. And we're like, we're happy to serve. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Seth, it's always a pleasure. Thank you, brother, for being on the show today. Thank you so much for having me. MarketDominationLLC.com. This has been Seth Green on the Top Advisor Show once again. <laughs> and you guys really need to call. You need to look at this stuff. You need to look at the sizzle. Go to the website. If you've ever wanted to write a book, this this is really the best way to do it. Or if you'd like more referrals from accountants and attorneys without asking them. Well, that would be nice, too. I mean, doesn't everybody want that, though? Isn't that kind of the secret sauce that you're able to kind of sprinkle all over the goodness of the you hamburger? I hope so. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So go to marketdominationllc.com. Also, please, God, follow Seth on social media. He's always posting super, super awesome stuff. And uh, again, if, if you would like to uh, have your name on a book uh, with other people who you want to have in deep in relationships with, or if you want the autobiography, or soon, soon, I'm going to keep your feet to the fire on this one, brother, somehow to write that business book that you're going to have your Pete team interview you and ghostwrite so that you're really creating even another kind of book that's out there that's even better. And I'm going to keep your feet to the fire because guess what, brother? That's what I want to do. So we're going to talk more about that. So for <laughs> Seth Green and everybody here at Top Advisor Marketing, we'll see you on the other side of the mic very soon. Are you ready to change the way you communicate with your clients? Are you tired of being the best kept secret in your area? Learn how to become a prolific online influencer, attract more ideal clients, and grow your business. Contact us today and see what the power of podcasting can do for your business. Click on the Contact Us link on our website at topadvisormarketing.com and set up a call to learn more. Follow us on LinkedIn and Facebook for more updates and information. This was brought to you by iris.xyz a platform helping financial professionals become better in business and life through new media and new voices. Visit them and learn more at iris.xyz.